Hello, everybody. This is Joseph B. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, August 23rd, 2018. Uh, big news <laughs> this week. The European German branch of the Nefarium is open for business, and we'll get back to that uh, tomorrow. Don't forget, we do have a vid chat. This will be the uh, North American Pacific Rim time zone vid chat which will occur at 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time. As always, I'll be there probably a, a good couple of hours early, if not more, uh, for the usual pre-chat conversation and, and you know, less, uh, less formal conversation than the actual chat. Get your questions in, folks, because I'm already getting questions um, in, so it may go long. I'll probably start early again tomorrow, but uh, vid chat is tomorrow. Now, there's been some developments this week, and let me tell you, folks, these are whopper doozies, and I've linked an article or will link an article when this gets posted on the website and YouTube. Uh, two articles, actually, one from Zero Hedge and one from Russia's Sputnik, mo both more or less saying the same thing, and I will be referencing the Zero Hedge article in this uh, news and views today. Uh, and about... Um, about seven, seven or eight paragraphs from that article. Uh, I've linked the article, or we'll link it for you. The article is titled, and, and the title says it all, folks. This is, like it or not, this is the break, all right? Uh, I've been predicting this for a number of years, and finally, Germany has had enough, <laughs> okay? Uh, Germany's had enough of the United States, and the title of the article is Germany Calls for Global Payment System Independent of the United States. And I want to read the first three paragraphs from this article, skip to a couple of paragraphs in the middle, and then a couple of paragraphs at the end, because this says it all. Now, there's a couple of factors, I think, that are also in the background here. Uh, lurking in the background, but uh, I'll get to those after I read these paragraphs. So here we go. Quote, in a stunning vote of no confidence in the U.S. monopoly over global payment infrastructure, Germany's foreign minister Heiko Maas called for the creation of a new payments system independent of the United States that would allow Brussels to be independent in its financial operations from Washington and as a means of rescuing the nuclear deal between Iran and the West. Writing in the German daily Handelsblatt, Moss said Europe should not allow the U.S. to act over our heads and at our expense. For that reason, it's essential that we strengthen European autonomy by establishing payment channels that are independent of the U.S., creating a European monetary fund, and building up an independent SWIFT system, he wrote, cited by the Financial Times. Moss said it was vital for Europe to stick with the Iran deal. Quote, every day the agreement continues to exist is better than the highly explosive crisis that otherwise threatens the Middle East, unquote, he said. With the unspoken message was even clearer, Europe no longer wants to be a vassal state to U.S. monopoly over global payments and will now aggressively pursue its own SWIFT network that is not subservient to Washington's every whim. Skipping some paragraphs here. The German Foreign Minister's article highlights the depth and dilemma 
facing the European politicians as they struggled to keep the Iran deal alive while coping with the fallout of U.S. sanctions imposed by Mr. Trump against companies doing business with Tehran. Moss also called for the creation of a balanced partnership in the U.S., pardon me, with the U.S., in which the Europeans filled the gaps left where the U.S. withdrew from the world. Europe must, he said, form a counterweight when the U.S. crosses red lines. Skipping now towards the last couple of paragraphs. SWIFT is also affected. Unless it wins an an exemption from the sanctions, it will be required by the United States to cut off targeted Iranian banks from its network by early November or face possible countermeasures against both its board members and the financial institutions that employ them. These could include asset freezes and U.S. travel bans for the individuals and restrictions on banks' ability to do business in the U.S. In other words, this is threatening the entire European banking system in addition to Iran if they do business with Iran. Moss's stark warning against U.S. domination of global payments comes with relations between Germany and the U.S. in their worst state for decades. Mr. Trump has chastised Berlin over its large trade surplus, its relatively low military spending, and its support for Nord Stream 2, a new gas pipeline that will bring Russian gas directly to Germany. Now, I suspect that there's uh, at least three other things going on here. And the first of them is the obvious one. That's the Chinese One Belt, One Road initiative project. We've already seen freight trains uh, traveling from China all the way to London in uh, the last few months and and year or so. So that's the first bit of context. And I've been saying all along that if China and Russia are to pull off this East Asia, you know, using the Japanese term, this greater East Asia co-prosperity sphere, they're going to need a an independent system of financial clearing in order to do it. Now, Russia, as you recall, has put into place already its own domestic uh, financial clearing system. And very significantly, you'll recall, and I blogged about this a few years ago, Japan offered to Russia that the Russians could have access to some of the Japanese credit card payment systems that are used widely in the uh, Western Pacific Basin, China, Indonesia, uh, Malaysia, and so on, uh, a lot of these a lot of these places use this Japanese system. So, Japan, in effect, gave them a a makeshift uh, financial clearing mechanism, which of course left Japan in control of everything. But um, this is this this has been a geopolitical shakeup going on now in. Asia for quite some time, and again, you're going to see an independent international financial clearing system grow up because of it. Now, the other thing that I suspect that the Germans are really up to here is twofold. The first is NATO. I've been arguing for quite some time that the Germans want to create a European, uh, a trans-European military largely to get out from underneath the American thumb at NATO. Now, they're talking publicly, not just the Germans, but every other European nation that's that's wanting to go into this European-wide military. And I've pointed out that several countries have already placed units of their military under the uh, German 
military command structure of, of the Bundeswehr. So this is already taking place, like it or not. But NATO, uh, they, they have been voicing public support for NATO for quite some time. I suspect, folks, quite honestly, that this is nothing but lip service. They want to get out from underneath the American thumb and doing an end run around NATO with the common European military is the way they want to do it. And again, given American unipolarism and behavior in the last 40 to 50 years, who can blame the Europeans for wanting to do this? But now the problem is, is the German military industrial infrastructure itself. And that, if you research it, the Germans are capable of building certain things entirely within Germany, including, I might add, if you've been following my blogs over the past few years, uh, missile parts and so on and so forth. And there are some indications, some accusations that German companies are even building the thermonuclear warheads for the French missiles. You know? And that's coming incidentally from uh, website sources that have links to Russia. And, and these accusations against Germany have been being made by Russia uh, at least since the Gorbachev era. Uh, it was Mr. Gorbachev, if any of you are familiar with some of his accusations, it was Mr. Gorbachev that, in fact, uh, said that West Germany had a kind of Area 51-like preserve in the Congo in Africa. So these accusations have been coming from Russia for quite some time. So I, in the context of NATO and in the context of this observation about the German industrial plant, which in some, in some cases can produce weapon systems entirely in-house. The key problem there is that Germany is unable to build uh, modern fighter jets completely on its own, all right? Now, I suspect that this is going to change if this financial clearing system gets built, and I suspect quite strongly that this technology is going to be coming from two places, France and Russia, all right? And Russia, as we know, is, is capable of building some very sophisticated military aircraft. So I think this is coming down the pike. This is going, not going to happen tomorrow, obviously. I think it's going to be a very long-term development. But this is, like it or not, the establishment of an independent European international financial clearing system is the first and most essential step for all of these other steps to take place, and they can do it. Now, the problem is, what is the United States going to do about it? How does the United States respond? Because any financial clearing system is going to have to depend very heavily on space-based assets, and currently, this means that the United States has an interdiction capability of any communication systems that's going to be put up there. The only near or close competition in this respect, is coming from Russia and China and, of course, some of the other uh, space-based uh, space uh, powers, Japan, India particularly. But I suspect that the other consequence that we're going to see, if, if they're serious about this in Europe, then the other consequence to look for is they are going to beef up, and because they're going to have to beef up their space program, and they're going to have to launch not only lots of satellites, they're going to have to increase their space defense capability. So, in other words, the other consequence of this, my friends, is 
and increased militarization and weaponization of space. If you're going to have an independent, secure system of international financial clearing, you're going to have to be able to protect that system. So like it or not, you know, I know that there's a group of people out there that, that desperately want to prohibit space from being militarized, but the plain fact of the matter is geopolitics on Earth is driving the creation of independent financial clearing systems. That, in turn, is going to drive the increased militarization of space. So I suspect very strongly that the first clue of the Europeans being serious about this is they're going to beef up their space uh, capacity. They're going to start launching more satellites to build out this network. Uh, and as a result, they are also going to have to create some idea of uh, how to defend those assets from American or anybody else's interdiction. So uh, this might happen in tandem in, in conjunction with Russia and China by some sort of international agreements. I don't know. But my point is there's a heck of a lot more going on here than just Germany want to save, save the Iran deal. That's been the catalyst for this, but this is not the ultimate uh, strategic goal, in, in my opinion, for, for what the Germans are thinking about. Um, I've been opining for several years that I think that there has been a kind of a quiet and covert economic war going on between the United States and Germany for at least 20 years, if not longer. And uh, it looks like the Germans have had it. <laughs> so... So we'll see, you know, time will tell if these uh, high-octane speculations bear out, but uh, I want to emphasize that this is not going to be an immediate development. This is going to be a very long-term development, and we're going to have to watch the details uh, unfold as they do, and those details will confirm if this is indeed happening or not, and it's going to take a little time. So anyway, something very important to watch, folks, this was this was a... This was a um, financial hydrogen bomb that, that just went off, and uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, and it's going to have immense geopolitical repercussions. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. Don't forget tomorrow's vid chat at uh, 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Uh, this will probably, I will again probably start much earlier with the pre chat like I usually do. We have kind of an informal conversation for a couple of hours before we even start the actual chat. But I've already got questions coming in, folks, so make sure that you get yours in. Uh, and uh, the earlier you do, the better chance you have of those questions being. Uh, tackled in a vid chat session. Anyway, that's it for today, folks. Uh, whopper doozy news. So let's keep our eye on this one. I'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.